Welcome to another episode of the Strive for 25 podcast, where our team is helping people build their financial freedom. And one of the things we talk a lot about is saving and investing 25% of one's income. And I'm your host, Joel Farrell. And each week we dig into the ways that people are generating more income to be able to save more money and the ways that they are investing that hard-earned dollar. And lastly, the how, how people are making these changes. Because again, we're talking about changes. We're talking about changing behaviors. Let's get into today's content so we can help you on your financial journey towards living a life with the power of choice. Welcome back to another episode with Strive for 25. I have a guest that is near and dear to my heart because she works with me at my day job with the Fairway Independent Mortgage, Stephanie Gassler. And we've been working together for over three years now. Right. And needless to say, those of you lay people who don't know much about the mortgage industry, um, it's it's crazy. Crazy chaos. Uh, it's pretty much 24-7. We get phone calls and texts and emails at all hours of the day. And certain times we have to be on the phone on contract negotiations at all hours. But um, but Stephanie, I wanted to have you on because of your side hustle. Yeah, <laughs> a little, little bit of side hustle that you that you started. Now I want to share a little bit about that. But uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit of background about you and what you do and all that stuff? Sure. So I work with Joel. Um, I've been kind of managing his pipeline for about three years. And earlier this year, we decided to um, have my husband stay home with our kids, and we needed to generate a little bit of extra income. And so we started doing a resale on Etsy. Um, our shop is called Riches to Rags Resale. And we just buy vintage things and resell them. <laughs> vintage things that you get where? Where, where are you finding this stuff? Um, estate sales. We're going to garage sales. Um, if family members pass away, we're <laughs> going through their old items. A lot of uh, old kitchen stuff. Um, tens uh cookie jars are a big hit lately so we've sold like three of those in the past two days but it's anywhere and everywhere and you started that one again we technically opened up our shop on june 4th um, we had our first sale on june 20th and then it's just kind of skyrocketed from there okay and you were just telling me a milestone that you had recently what was that again two, what was the milestone this month uh we hit two thousand dollars already this month so one month. Just in the month of October, from October 1st to today. Okay. Very, very, very. So obviously it's, it's a journey, right? You start totally, literally ground zero. Totally. And you, le- you learn, you learn, you learn from mistakes and successes. and Some big mistakes. Some, some big, some big mistakes. Okay. Well, what, what, what would be an example? Um, shipping nightmares. We've had some things broken. Um, so we've had to recoup the cost of shipping it. Uh, the item, obviously we lost profit on that couple of one-star reviews because of the shipping issues, but we've really upped our game, uh, double boxing, uh, kind of getting crazy with it. Now we get a lot of reviews that say insane packaging. So. <laughs> okay. So what, what other successes or, or learnings did you come up that came along the way that you want that you share? And make sure you use a lot of description. Um, so the items exactly as described uh, in the posting. So people can't come back on you if you answer quickly. There's another thing that Etsy offers. It's called Star Seller. So if you have a 4.8 rating or higher and you respond within an hour of any messages, 
And if you ship out on time, you get a spark seller, which bumps you up. So we actually, I think that's why we were so successful in October so far as we were a spark seller for October and we'll be for November too. Okay. Okay. And just to keep it in perspective, how much we did in October versus from June until October, we have 3,500 sales in total. So 2,000 of that is just, just in okay. October. So I literally don't know anything about this. Gonna be gonna be honest on that. So you go get something at a discount. So when you're searching for something, you, you have an idea of what you're looking for that that could sell on the back end, which I'm sure is trial and error. Yes, totally. And probably research. So you find something and then what happens? Uh, we find it if, if we're at an estate sale, we're trying to be quick because there's a lot of people around. Uh, so you're trying to search. And we do a lot of online estate sailing too. So, uh, you know, we have a little bit more time to research, but bring the packages home. We have the stage, we've got a staging area, uh, maybe clean it up. Uh, and then each posting takes anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how long it takes us to research the item to get an appropriate price. Okay, appropriate price. And and then time to put everything together online and description. Is that, is that, that's, that's later or when is that? That's as soon as we get it home, we clean it up and post it. So we've got, and then my mother-in-law, God bless her. She cleared out two rooms in her basement and we've been buying shelves and they're completely stocked. So she's our warehouse manager. Uh, okay. We actually text her when we get a sale and she goes and picks it from her, her warehouse. Okay. Is she on the payroll? Or is that just, she's paying for rent? Uh, she's, we're paying her in love and grandbabies. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All the love and support we got to have. Um, Okay, so warehousing, the uh, display room, you said? We have a closed off our dining room, and that's our display area where we have a black backdrop and tablecloth okay. okay. for a nice picture. Do you have to have extra lights, or is it, is it good enough? It's good enough. Okay. A big window in there. Can you give me an example of a description that like is more than enough that you probably wouldn't have thought of? Three months ago, like what, what would be an example of a description like like that you had to like fine tune or tweak to be specific? Hundred percent. In fact, we sold an item that we just re-upped it and added some description to it. Um, but the original description was, uh, I think it was sexist gift, very outdated. <laughs> can, you, can you repeat that for me one more time? <laughs> it, it was um, gold-plated clothespins from the 1940s and it said to give to the woman in your life who requires fancy things and it was very offensive and um and so we put it back up and we were a little more professional about it and it sold so uh okay. just so, very so, descriptive so, tags tags are important so amber angels mm -hmm. her descriptions probably wouldn't fly for some of the stuff right Okay. <laughs> and okay. Amber is the one, you know, I'd be texting her what's going on with Etsy and just do this, this, and this, and it'll help build you up. Amber owns a blaze candle company. So. So she, I think in our, and she was on a few weeks back. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how she started her business, right? Right. Through COVID mm -hmm. started on Etsy. So she's been helping you out. Right. Yeah, what's the one piece of advice that stands out that she's, you know, given or advised anything stand out uh to not make drastic changes on etsy it has a very strange like algorithm mm -hmm. so if you change your marketing let's just say from two dollars to five dollars a day 
it could kick you down to the bottom of the site. So don't make drastic changes, maybe change it by 50 cents or a dollar and don't do it very often because it just, it'll mess with where you get put in the system. Okay. So when you say don't change the price of like an actual item, so or like what, have, do you, what do you mean? They've got uh, settings where you pay for a certain amount of marketing per day. So anywhere okay. from 50 cents to a hundred dollars, you can advertise and they'll put it on Google. It'll be like the first, the top of the, the articles. Uh, and so if you change it, like in the very beginning, we were only doing a dollar a day because we didn't have any profit from it. Uh, so we switched it from one to five and it we had no sales for like two weeks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we went back down and, and changed it to like 250 and then we started getting sales again. And then so if you're going to make changes like that, you have to go up. Do gradual. And, okay. So at the end of the day, right? I mean, this is a side hustle, right? You're trying to be able to you know, make ends meet. For those that don't know, um, the number of home sales out in the market right now has come to a screeching halt with rates in the seven, sixes and seven. So um, there's a, a pretty substantial gridlock um, where a, a lot of sellers aren't coming down on prices and aren't accepting some lower bids uh, because a lot of people have rates in the twos and threes. And so if they don't get the price they want, they just keep it on the market. Or if they don't get what they want, then they just take it off. So uh, I've had a a number of conversations about that uh, specifically. So, uh, you know, for us, we've been pretty fortunate to be able to, you know, keep keep uh, you know pushing and, and working hard and doing all the little things it takes to be able to make ends meet, uh, so to speak, for the most part. So, when you look at this type of a, of an industry, you know, you've been doing this for four months now, Roughly. three three or four months, and 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 continuing to to grow and build and you know, the next, what's the next step? What do you, what's the next kind of uh, example where you want to be able to get to by what time frame in terms of just sales? Well, with the holidays coming around, we're hoping it, it really pops off. But I mean, if we can average $2,500 a month in sales, that would be excellent. Okay. That would be huge. Okay. So you may want to provide this info in Intel or you may not, uh, but what type of Profit margins are are, do you, are are the average in this type of um, uh, process or, or business? Um, like my markup, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Um, well, you're, you're putting a lot of work into it. We right? are putting a lot of work into it. So yeah, I mean, a lot of work. Um, I mean, you can, how about we just do a range? So range. So our highest profit margin has come from. It was a hundred percent profit margin because it was a free item. It was something that we had at our house. Um, but I mean, typically it's 50, 40 to 60% markup of what we buy it from. Okay. Okay, and so that's not always, sometimes we get, we buy something in haste, not don't research it. And then we get home and it's worth what we paid for. So, but on average 40 to 60. So how much scalability does, does this type of a thing scale up to be? In terms of uh, being able to, to do more, because you're, you're trying to locate items, right? So there's right. only so much you can do in terms of something, only so much in terms of the time you have right. to be able to find something. There's only so much stuff out there. So, what, what kind of scalability have you seen people do? I don't know if I can answer that. So yeah. Just keep, just, just keep go, just going, keep going and see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, even when we go on vacation, we went to Maine. Uh, we drove up there. We stopped at thrift stores, estate sales the whole time, and technically, yeah, we could write it off. It's a work trip. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What what is Gary Vanderschuk? What what is he out there doing? He goes to 
estate sale. Or does he, does he's, I don't know who Gary is. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a social media guy. Um, he's out there trying to find stuff. And he's got a huge phone. But going back to, say, Amber, right? So and he may or may not know this at this point. For, for her, and she was selling a very specific product, right? right? Um, do you see something like that around the corner where Probably. maybe you the following maybe and maybe sell something specific or repeat clients or? Yeah, a few repeats. You know, they'll order one thing small just to see if it arrives and it's as described and they'll come back and buy the rest of the, the lot. Um, but I don't see us going to anything she did. did. I, I don't really have a creative bone in my body when it comes to uh, that kind of stuff, but uh, it, it's most likely just going to be random stuff that we find and buy. Okay, so when you can start marking up everything on like 99%, then, then you can make a career. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I'll be around here much longer. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole online world, right? I mean, is there anybody else in your world that's doing something similar, selling something online? Facebook Marketplace has something out there. Did you guys do Facebook Marketplace? We did a little bit in the beginning, but it just people are crazy on Facebook. Because then you have to like drop the goods off. Right. They want to come to your house or meet up, whereas I could just pop it to the post office. Ship it. What's the most bizarre thing that somebody purchased? You... Um, gosh. A lot of weirds, probably the the golden clothespins. <laughs> like, uh, but I mean, the I have two corn shakers, salt and pepper shakers. People buy the weirdest stuff. Uh, I guess I should have grabbed my phone so I could pull up some of the things. We get a lot of weird messages too, just from the most bizarre people, and I'm trying to decipher what they're saying because it doesn't make sense. Oh, like some of my text messages. Yeah, I was, I was okay. like, I'm actually really good at reading these. <laughs> Sitting in touch. I need any button. Need like think that button. Is there is there anything else? like okay? So you know, you, you go through a average work day, which in our industry is stressful, right? Um, so how many hours? So your husband, he's with the yeah, how many kids? Four, four kids. And what are the ages again? Ten, six, two, and nine months. So as a, as a mom, get your hands full. Considerably. Uh, literally. <laughs> literally. Um, how much time are you dedicating to this inside? So he does most of the shopping online. Occasionally we'll go on the weekends to an estate sale or something. Um, I would say the biggest time is when, like today we've had four orders and we're hoping for at least two or three more and our items a lot of times are breakable. So packaging them up at night, doing the shipping labels, put all the kids to bed and I'm spending an hour to two hours helping him do that before I even have any downtime. Um, so two to three hours. And, okay. then, and then you get a contract at like nine o'clock at night. That's yeah. Your radar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's always something, but. Yeah. You know, and one of the things we talk about on this channel is, you know, when, when your why is strong and you know, the how figures itself out, but on the flip side of that, you know, if you're grinding, you're grinding, you're grinding, you know, like Tim, Tim Grover in the book winning talks about you're grinding, you know, over time, what do you left with? You left with dust. So when you work hard and you're busting your tail, spending a lot of energy on something, it's important to be able to take time along the way in the journey to be able to realize that you're forming something. So when you're doing this, right, like what is it, what this, what does what this, this whole thing mean to you in the family? 
Um, so my husband and I have been together for married for 12 years and the entire time he's always worked second or third shift. So I've always had the kids in the morning or I'm sorry. And basically it was just me. And when we found out we were having our fourth kid, it was, we wanted him to be around. And so we just had to make the choice to choose family over money. And, um, it's to keep him home to keep us going period maybe emotional <laughs> wasn't that wasn't the intent but no no but this but the, but that's the thing is that you know this channel i mean it's it's all about hey you know what does the everyday person try to do to be able to get ahead and, and find some some stability or balance and get ahead and, and, and with cost of living you know being so high yeah it's hard for some people to be able to get ahead and it seems like the people that are coming in have to find something creative right. to do to try to be able to generate extra income. Uh, especially you want to be able to get in and save money and then potentially let alone invest in something, whether it be real estate or crypto or NFTs or right. business or whatever. And so, you know, spending energy on something, uh, it's, it's important to know what you're creating and forming because those are the things that carry you when you're, it's nine o'clock at night and you're exhausted and, you know, you got this thing you know, that you need to get done for the business, right? So someone's got to be caring. Um, so is there anything else, that, any other advice that you would give to somebody out there? Was this thing or any other thing um, that somebody's trying to be able to do to be able to build a business in this life? I would say just find something that you, I don't think you can do anything on the side that you don't also enjoy because work is already a lot. So find something that you enjoy doing as well. Um, something that you're good at and, it makes it a lot easier to push through when you're absolutely exhausted because it's exciting. So in a year from now, what would be an ideal scenario for this 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 journey with the, with the Etsy stuff? What would be an example of where you would love to be able to do? Um, I would love to not have buildup of items. We probably have at least 500 items still to post. It just takes so much time love to be really caught up so when we buy something we can get posted immediately and we can put it away so our house isn't overtaken um as far okay. as far as financially i would love to have you know twenty five thousand a year in sales which i think is doable at two thousand twenty five hundred okay. yeah okay so if, if there is a listener out there that's a few steps ahead on this type of journey that has any advice to give, any tips to give to be able to push it through and accelerate the process. We're always all ears. You can follow us on Instagram, strive25 underscore, and feel free to message us and we can pass it on to Stephanie Messer, um, who I have her on speed dial, unfortunately for her. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what this is all about, sharing stories sharing ideas, sharing tips and tricks to lift each other up. And so if you know somebody out there that has interest in this type of stuff and needs help, um, you know, send, send them over here. And we have some stories here. If you have a story or an example or know somebody that wants to share a story like this in this world, um, we're always all ears and want to you know get as much input as possible. And if you have any tips or advice or other things you want to hear, um, please message us. And um, again, thank you so much for having uh, having me on today, Steph. And, Thanks. Uh, we'll have to have you on again at the next milestone. Okay. Sounds All right. good. All right. Take care. Thanks.
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strive for 25 podcast. If you're ready to jumpstart your financial journey and take it to the next level, you may want to join our 30-day habit challenge, which you can find on our website, strivefor25.com, strive, F-O-R, the number 25.com. You can also follow us on YouTube and Instagram by searching strive for the number 25. And if you have any questions and want to reach out to us, you can also connect with us on our website. Thank you so much.